Welcome in everyone to the one, the only, the Haven podcast. You could be listening to anything else in the world right now, but you're listening to me and I appreciate that. So just to start it off here on this uh, T or excuse me, video game focused episode for this week, uh, apologies in advance for the delay in getting this episode out to you guys. It was not uh, posted yesterday evening. So Thursday night usually is when I get these guys out. Uh, the reason being actually was trying to hold off and get all the nits and bits and news coming out of the game awards 2018 that was held yesterday and that thing ran pretty late and everything like that plus i wanted to take a couple hours just to kind of view all the stuff over again like all the teasers all the video game announcements because we did get quite a few and some of them are some delicious motherfucking surprises and um yeah i just wanted to take a little bit just to kind of get it all in and you know absorb it and everything like that so i don't come in with hot takes and and or just gloss over and not give it its full praise and justice and due as it is deserved. But um, on today's episode, yes, we're going to be recapping the Game Awards and all their announcements. And then we're going to be going over some... It's a really... We got a lot of shit to get to, let's put it that way. So I have a tasty iced coffee beverage to keep my, keep my throat from getting parched. Because I feel like when I run these episodes and I like to rant and rave like a fucking lunatic that... um. My throat gets a little gets a little dry, and then I'm sitting there, uh, you know, trying to rush through shit. And I don't want to do that, and I become even more of an idiot when I talk. So, and all that stuff. So, game awards recap. Um, I'm gonna give some thoughts and feels and all that stuff on Red Dead Online. I'm playing a lot of it lately, more in a group kind of setting with uh, my brothers and everything like that. So that's been great. And then. Uh, um, we're gonna go ahead, and I got I got some news that I want to break to you guys. I should probably have said that because if this blows up and doesn't occur, I'm going to look like a fucking idiot and you won't believe anything I say. But hey, risk versus reward. That's how that works. Um, and then we have some news coming out of Remedy Games. Um, those are the guys. Or excuse me. Is it Remedy? Yeah. it's No, Remedy are the fuckers that make uh, Quantum Break. Um, not Rockstar. Rocksteady. That's the name. Rocksteady Studios. And you're like, that sounds familiar. Who's that? Rocksteady are the guys that did all the Batman Arkham games and stuff. So we got some news coming out of their studio. And then uh, let's see, then their sister studio, W Montreal. We got some news coming out of them that's coming out that I'm actually excited to talk about. And then we got an update on a news story slash segment that we did on last week's video game focused episode in regards to Bethesda and their shit show that's going on. So once we get to the, what I call, I have it labeled in my notes as the shit section. Again, I will remind you, get your shit boots strapped in really tight people because it's it's a fucking turd field that we're going to be try to traversing through and again make sure that these boots are not your favorite and stuff like that so um yeah a lot to get to in the episode but you know what it's great it's still friday mornings hopefully friday afternoon my time so hopefully when i get these uh this episode out to you guys can have it for your ride home and everything like that and speaking of hope you guys had a great work week and i can uh give you some some thoughts and feels that gets you kind of excited for the weekend and give you your fill of the news coming in from the video game stand front um because yeah today's has been great i woke up pretty early this morning and you know freaking blurry eyed i check my phone because i'm a fucking addict and i see a text message on our group chat for my brother i'm like what is this open it up and my fucking eyes get wide like i've seen jesus for the first time very exciting and what is it that I see? He has posted a link to the new Avengers 4 trailer. And I instantly just jizzed my pants. So I had to wipe myself off. 
And then I go upstairs, got the coffee brewing, the smell, the sound, ooh, delicious, on the toilet, get to watch it. Oh, my God. Even watch it a second time with a wife, uh, like an hour later on the big TV. And, ooh. So, tune into this Monday's episode, because that should be on time. I see no reason why it won't be, which is our TV and film focus episode of the podcast, to get my thoughts on that, as well as uh, some other little movie coming out, uh, Captain Marvel. Yeah, maybe you guys have heard of that, another Marvel goodie and stuff. But that's what you call a tease, people. Teasing you for the next episode. Probably should do that at the end, because now you're going to be focused on that and not what I have to say now. But we'll, we'll see what how it goes down. But anyways, that's not why you listen. So let's go ahead and, yeah, fuck it. Let's uh, start the show. Let's jump into it. So let's start off with the Red Dead Online. So like I said, I've been playing it a lot this past week. Um, last weekend, put a lot of time into it. Throughout the week, I have... Um, and then this weekend, I plan to even do even more. And again, this has been more group focus of me grouping up with my brothers and playing it and everything and kind of really allowing us for the most part to sink our teeth into. Um, and I still think I'm going to have more on it. I kind of like doing it this way because I know from Rockstar, they have said they're going to add more features and more gameplay elements to the Red Dead Online beta as time progresses. So I expect some kind of new features to drop coming up here in the next week or so. <laughs> as people have kind of gotten a couple weeks with it. Um, But overall, just some stuff I wanted to touch on. So as far as like server stability goes, I've had some weird kickouts and stuff like that, or I've had some stuff where, hey, I'm trying to send like a posse invite. A posse is what they call their groups in the game and what have you. So there's some stuff where it just doesn't come across, or maybe the people I'm sending the invites to don't know how the game works and they pretend like they didn't get it because they just don't want to ask for help. I don't know. That could be you. I'm not judging, but that's okay. So there, there's some weird stuff that kind of happens in that regard, which is to be expected, just iron that shit out and everything. So I'm keeping full pages and notes and ideas and what have you, because I'm going to submit this shit to Rockstar in the next week or so and just be like, hey, this is what I feel so far. Because there is some, like, not basic, but there's some obvious shit that's missing from the beta so far. I mean, you can't deny that. Like, I would be shocked if when this fully this thing fully releases that there isn't a way for you to group up with your friends or your posse and go play blackjack for a couple hours and go get drunk at a saloon kind of thing. Um, Because that's it's there for you. Like, you can see the tables and the areas, but it's just not activated in the system yet. So I know for a lot of people that I've talked to, they've said, like, oh, that's bullshit, blah, blah, blah. They, you know, I I see where you're coming from. I, I really do understand what you're trying to say. But this is not the final product of the game that will launch. And I'm not doing any of this, like, Bungie, Bioware, go fuck yourself shit, where it's like, give us a year, a year and a half to fix the game (laughs) after we charge you full price for it, and then you'll get the fetish product, you know? And it's like, fuck you, that's not... I don't feel like that's how this is going to work. But, I mean, one of the biggest complaints, you know, from the first week or so with the Red Dead beta was the prices. There was too much shit going on where you would go buy a fucking weapon or something, it costs an arm and a leg... The payout you got for missions, no matter how well you performed, was like $8, which is nothing in that universe and stuff like that. So they've tweaked that. They've raised the rewards you get from a cost and gold standpoint. Gold is their microtransaction currency, which has yet to be activated in the game. And I would love it if they removed it completely, but I get why it's there. Um, so they've made tweaks of that so far. So I was doing like 8 to $10, I think, maybe 8 to 12 
when this first came out of like reward my cash reward for missions and then what we've been doing since the update this past monday or tuesday that they did at the tweak of the economy i'm getting i mean i did one mission where i got like a 100 bucks or something like that so it's like oh shit that's pretty cool and i did another one where i was getting like 50 or 60 so i'm like oh these are pretty higher and then like the gold bits they went up a little bit it looks like so nothing too crazy it's not breaking the economy but they i found a what's the word not a glitch I found an exploit in how to rank up money, which I'm glad I took advantage of it when I did, but they adjust the prices of certain animals and their skins and their pelts that you sell, so they've really reined that in, and it's like, fuck, you know, they're watching you play and your data that you're giving to them and stuff, so it looks like they did that. I'm sure there's another exploit out there money-wise that you can harvest that they haven't covered yet that someone on, like, the Red Dead Reddit will find and post and what have you, so... Um, but so yeah, you have some server stuff and, and the economy, like I said, they've addressed it a little bit. It still needs work done. There's still guns out there that are like a couple hundred bucks. And I'm just like, ugh, fuck, you know. And then they do the thing where if you form a group, you can make it temporary, which is free like any game. But then they have the permanent one, which I think is when you get to choose your game name. And that's 200 bucks to do that. But there's supposed to be added perks, but they don't do a good job of telling you what those added perks are. So it's kind of like, where's the incentive for me to save up the $200 and try to find seven steady people to play with and everything like that? I'm going to do it anyways because I'm a fucking nerd, but I it's like, okay, there you go. And then there's, so kind of moving on to like some UI stuff, some gameplay elements I kind of want to jump into and everything, some pluses and minuses I've noticed. Um, so one of the minuses I actually came up with yesterday when playing is you have your camp and your camp can, is this place you go, you lay down and everything like that you can upgrade it so when you are resting there you can have a big pot of food later on and everything for you and your gang to eat at and you can be it you can experience this camp solo or with your gang and they have two different camp sizes they do offer small and large so small is i think one to four players and then large is uh four to seven if i'm remembering correctly so you upgrade it and all that kind of stuff so it's not like fallout 76 where you can like build the shit out of it and like build a home kind of thing <clears throat> which which is fine like the way they've done it so far it seems okay but like one thing i don't know about yet is if i spend the 200 bucks do i get a camp like money box like in the red dead campaign because that was cool that'd be awesome if like my gang members can contribute a couple bucks into the into the box itself you know and share that money around like hey guys i just spent 200 dollars forming this gang it's like oh here's some food or here's some pelt or here's actual cash or something like that like that would be nice to do um so i don't know as of yet if that's something that's in there or if they're going to add it later i mean the mechanics already in there in the game they just have to flip the switch kind of thing so again kind of just going through some of my notes i have here first thing character creator please like you can go now and like change your guys's hair and mustache and color and vanity stuff like that which is great but my character looked a certain way and now that I'm playing the game, he looks completely the opposite of the character I created at the character selection screen or create screen, I should say. He just basically looks like my uncle, but Mexican. And I don't like my uncle. And it's really awkward. And I look like a flipping idiot on every cutscene, no matter how, how many haircuts I get, no matter what hairstyle I, I look like I have like fucking VD or something. I don't know. So. I wish they bring that in. Hopefully that's something they do add. I mean, 76 has it from the offset, which I really enjoy about that game. However, a lot of these like online games won't introduce that until way later on. And they'll do some shady shit where it's like spend money via microtransactions to get the credit you need in order to redesign your character. But we'll give you the first one for free. Like uh, monster hunter world did that. 
you could change the look of your character, like the physical appearance, um, like one time free. But after that, you had to spend money on microtransactions to do it again. So it's shit like that, which I'm sure Rockstar will do. If they give me one free, then hopefully I can look better than that, like my Mexican uncle. Um, <clears throat> so as far as the negatives go that I've noticed so far with the online system, and again, these can be tweaked via feedback and everything like that. Nothing's permanent yet. So the, the PVP system in the free roam area, and keep in mind, I have still yet to do matchmaking. Like there's so much stuff in this game on the online portion. That's why I'm glad they're going to be dropping new content little by little throughout the beta as they said they would because I feel like there's still so much to experience and actually spend time with before you have a full grasp and you can form an opinion. So none of my negatives or positives so far on this part has anything to do with the matchmaking portion in terms of like horse racing or deathmatch or their battle royale. Like I've yet to do that shit and I really want to. I'm hoping this weekend I can. Um, we're just trying to bust out the story missions, which by the way have been terrific. It's amazing rock star writing. They have not missed a beat. The characters they introduced, the dialogue, all that stuff from the side quest to the main quest are fucking brilliant. Really cool stuff. But um, as far as like some other stuff they've done, like their PvP system in the free room is really weird. So, and it could be a glitch. It, I don't know if this is working as intended, but there are certain towns you go into that are really heavily populated with other players and they just murder you. So if you're trying to go buy shit or you're trying to like go to a quest giver and you're just getting murdered the whole time. So that's a little fucking annoying. So I wish instead what they would do is there are certain towns that are more, let's say sophisticated, right? Because we're going with the Wild West theme. So you have to create like a movie or any show or a video game. You have to create a set number of rules and guidelines within that universe and operate within them because it gives the player the rules that they play by. And so just to have everyone go free roam in a sense of like, do whatever the fuck you want when you want with no consequences. That's how you have a shitstorm occur. And they have a little bit of that in the fact that, you know, so again, I'm in the town and I'm just getting murdered 24 seven. That's the thing with this game. If you're one-on-one, -on -one, you're not with a posse another single player will fuck with you no matter where you are most of the time in my experience so far and if it's a gang of at least two people as well or more they will freaking do horrible disgusting things to your body so it's funny when you're doing the disgusting stuff to someone's body but when it's you and solo it's not very fun you're not having a good time when they hog tie you and stuff so um it's so they have that. So basically what I would suggest that they do is that there's certain, because there's so many towns in the game and playing into the Wild West history, I don't see why it would be an issue not to have certain towns within the game that there's no firearms. Like you draw your firearm, there's going to be NPC guards that basically come after you. So the local sheriff or marshals, however you want to do it, will come and like push your shit in kind of thing. And if you murder somebody get ready for a world of hurt kind of thing. And I think that can play into some different elements where if you have someone that's like a crazy whack job that goes like on a killer binge in a main town, he's going to have his bounty up or her bounty level is going to be fucking high. And you as a player see this on your map and you're like, let's go track this psycho down, kill them and get a reward kind of thing. So I think that's how you kind of balance the good and evil that people will do within the world and stuff like that. And it can add interesting dynamics to a, a group setting as well. So I wish certain towns, again, no weapons, no violence, that sort of stuff. You can still kind of do it, but it's very reined in. Because that's the thing, even though it's the Wild West and there's a bunch of psychopaths, even in the Wild West, people weren't just walking into town shooting people. 
you know, you may have some shit if there's a robbery or a heist, which is great. Keep that element. Don't restrict that. Um, but you got to have some kind of you got to have some kind of barrier going on because right now it's just extremely hectic with how they're doing everything. And it's just you getting murdered 24 seven kind of thing, which can, again, take you out. And, you know, depending on how you look at it, it becomes one of those things where if you're in a group, you know, it's great. It works out. But if you're not, it can get really old real quick kind of thing. So do that. But then have other towns, too, that are like, no, this is a fucking like gangster town. This is bandit territory. Like this is for the fucking disgusting people, you know, that are out there just committing atrocities and shooting dogs, you know, like you have towns where it's like, Hey, you can go there, but ugh, you know, be prepared kind of thing. And then you can do something with vendors where only certain type of vendors in those kind of wild West areas that have no rules whatsoever. When you go into that town, a vendor sells something exclusively to like those really like crazy fucking towns you know and then also the opposite too because these people that are all about killing and murdering they have this impulse to do it i think at this point in the game because they like i can get away with it but you still they have the taste of it so when they're playing in these towns that you're like hey no weapons you can really have some interesting situations occur and, and kind of go down which i think would be cool so um yeah pv system need work and even right now too like we played like we were playing the other night and somebody just shot my brother in the head for no reason so he becomes a red dot on my mini map so when you see that you're like oh i can shoot this guy so i shoot and kill him and i get a murderer tag like i'm the bad guy and it's like no i'm i'm stopping someone that just committed a murder you haven't told me there's a mechanic where i run to a sheriff and report this person so I have to take the law in my own hands. You're forcing me to as a player. Like, I'm not just going to sit there and look at him, you know, after he does that. Chances are he's probably going to murder me, too. So it's kind of like, ugh. And even when you fight people, it's they respond. They got to fix this. They respond way too necessarily quickly. Well, they do that, too. But they're too close to you. So all of a sudden you just have this over and over again of, like, who gets the first, like, upper hand kind of thing. Who gets there first and shoots each other kind of thing. And what have you. So the one thing they did, I had a situation where this guy tried to kill my horse and um, I was like, fuck this dude. So I kept murdering him and eventually I got an invite from him to go into what they call a feud mode. So they transported him and I into this area of the map. But it was just the two of us and it was a five minute timer. Whoever has the most kills you know, at the end, they're the winner of the feud. So I would just kept tackling this guy and murdering him with the knife because I was pissed. You don't fucking shoot my horse dick and so after that was done i won and then it's like oh it's over dimitri son won and then he respond though like two steps away from me try to kill me again and it's like fuck dude come on like what's going on here so some good ideas but very poor execution that they can do to really fix and work on it so the pvp system you know the hectic killing you know the bounty system slash revenge they need to kind of overhaul and really tweak that and i actually think believe it or not the way they handle pvp in fallout 76 is a really good way to implement into this game to fix it and i know some people that play some are like oh pvp sucks and just hear me out so this is the way i look at it this is how i play the scenario in my mind to fit this suggestion so take it for what it's worth when you're sitting there like say for example you're in blackwater it's a big town in red dead online you're chilling there right you're with your posse and you guys are drinking and you're playing some card games you're just like fucking around you know and it's a town where there is some kind of npc law there i think it would be kind of cool to have a mechanic where if another player is because you have proximity mic which i love 
if another player is just talking shit or starting something, you do have a slap system where it's like, I'm challenging you to like a fist fight. Not everything has to result in just shooting and murder. It will escalate to that maybe after a bad card game if they think you're cheating. But that's part of the whole role-playing aspect. So I think having the slap mechanic in of like, this guy's like talking shit to you and your friends can egg you on. Like, you're going to take that, you know, can add some really cool dynamics to it and everything like that. And plus to recreate like a giant brawl. I mean, you could still have that in a town where there's no guns allowed and you have a giant fight breakout in a saloon. I think that's really cool and interesting. So, um, yeah, I think they can learn something from the fallout mechanic a little bit, but don't have it in a way where a guy can just keep shooting you, even though it's for like not even a percent, like it's like a quarter of a percent of damage, you know, and just starting shit with you. Like you got to have be able to be like, uh, I'm good, you know, and you still have the white flag for certain people that like, I don't want to be even tempted to fuck with anybody still do that for those people if that's what they're into but usually when they have a group they feel a little bit they, they puff their chest out a little bit more they feel a little more johnny dangerous about stuff so um again have tools in there for those people but don't cater to the casual the people that are like pvp stupid it's like take it easy this is a wild west game after all but you gotta have some checks and balances into it um and then my other complaint is my last one so far from what i've experienced is the free roam game so when you're out in the world it's beautiful it's gorgeous the thunder lightning storms that occur the weather it's just uh and i haven't even gone to the snow area of the game yet so the world itself as of right now feels extremely empty I'll come across certain houses or anything or something like that that no one's in there and I'll go in there and like maybe I'll find a cigar or something but there's no like chest where I can loot weapons and everything like that and even when I loot people that was another complaint I had about NPCs they do the animation and that's where you see a lot of issues with these online games where there's people that have binged the content so far so when it comes to like cutscenes they're voting to skip and everything like that or they're just like on to the next area and it's like dude we just laid out 30 guys i'm gonna loot these motherfuckers because a i want ammo because i don't have to buy it then because i'm cheap and money is scarce in this game somewhat oh i may get like a thing of food to pick up too and there's even areas too after you get into fights where there's houses there that you can go and loot and get stuff where it's like oh here's brandy or an alcoholic drink and that stuff's great but there's none of that there's like that rpg mechanic missing of being able to like find a new piece of gear you know even if it's just cosmetic only i would love that idea of going into a house taking the time to look at it if there's not a timer in the mission i mean like oh sweet i just found this cool new vest or hey i found this new holster you know that gives me perks or updates my ability to like draw my weapon faster so there's a lot of rpg elements and they did this in the single player game so it's not like it's not in the system at all that I would love to see them do because there's been areas I've come across that look like almost like an abandoned town and I went in there and I'm like, oh, there might be some cool secrets here and everything. And it's like, uh, no, not really. And then they like, so yeah, it just, it kind of feels dead. But the one thing they do, I have to say is, and I just found this out when you're playing and I think they do this on purpose to get people engaged on the server that they're currently playing you'll get these random invites to a free roam event and there's i think a couple different ones they're all different and everything i haven't memorized what each of them are and what they do but if you're the posse leader you can automatically boom opt in and it could be something like um say you're running around and i forgot the name of it and you opt in it's a free roam mission where there's a gang roaming around on that server and you're tasked with taking them out it's like a mini mission and then when they're doing their thing they're just wandering about it they get the notification that like oh shit this other gang on the server has been tasked with taking us out so it adds this element of like okay that's kind of cool 
that there's different events happening within the universe and the world. And of course they do the brilliant thing of like, if you're doing a mission, it all takes place on the server, regardless of what type of mission it is, you'll get a notification on screen that, Hey, this other person or gang is conducting this mission. You are allowed to go over there and fuck with them or fuck it up. And I love that aspect of it. Like, don't change that. Don't go to Care Bears. Like that adds you to be on your toes and any pink dot you see on the screen, you're like, Ugh. you know, like, Oh shit. Like Zaz could fuck with us at any moment. So they do cool stuff like that. And then, um, yeah, like moving your camp or whatever. I wish they would just bring up the map when they ask you where you want to relocate and you just pick it on the map. Cause the way they have it now, I don't know the area and it's very hard to understand. Like, I think my camp will go here and then it's on the other side. You're like, how the fuck did he get over there? And then you just wasted two bucks to do that. So there's a lot of quality of life stuff they can do. Again, I'm keeping notes. and I'm going to give it to Rockstar as they requested and everything like that, too. So just kind of get my opinion. But I just wish the right now with the free roam as much time as I've played in that sandbox, it feels a little empty. I, I want to see more. I want to feel more. I want the secrets. I want the Easter eggs and stuff like that. Reward me for thinking outside the box kind of thing. Don't restrict me to just think within it. And I think that's always good. So um Definitely going to have more thoughts and opinions on Red Dead, I'm sure, for the next coming weeks when we do matchmaking and everything and some of the new features they put in. But those are most of the things I came across right now that I'm like, oh, okay, these are the ones I don't want to go over. And there's some stuff I experienced yesterday, too, but I kind of want to see if I can repeat them and see how I feel about them after I, I sleep on it a little bit and everything like that. So, But still, you can have fun with it. Red Dead Online, it has the potential to be something very unique and special, in my opinion. And it's definitely a step ahead of a lot of the online games we unfortunately get from developers and what have you. So anyways, uh, with that said, moving on to the next topic. So uh, this one guy, I think it's, it's Kimbrel. I've covered him before on the show. He's a, a, a big popular leaker, um, inside source kind of person, blah, blah, blah. Short story shorter, he posted that, hey, Microsoft, as we all know, is not done purchasing studios and everything like that. And he even went on, I believe it was his Twitter and said and posted something like one of them is a studio that works closely with PlayStation. So I did some digging with my horrible amateur slew skill. So if I don't get this right, like if this is not announced at some point at E3 next year or in between then, I will stop trying to be a sleuth and all that stuff. Um, so I tracked down some stuff and, and talked to something or talked to some people Um so bottom line, it looks like one of the studios from what I can find that is in negotiations with them, nothing is complete yet, but they are kind of close, is Ready at Dawn, which is not owned by PlayStation at all, but it works very closely with them. They did a lot of ports um, for like God of War. They also did, uh, what the fuck, The Order, is it 1866, I believe it was, that came out, it looked beautiful, but it, it had nothing else underneath. It was like a hot chick that has no personality and so and they've done some other games so they've worked mostly closely with playstation so i'm hearing microsoft is planning to hopefully acquire them and stuff and they just opened actually a satellite studio i think they're based out of irvine california and they make up um a couple of veteran devs from blizzard they just opened a satellite location in november so just not even a month ago in portland oregon because they're working on a project right now so we'll see if that happens it's kind of like a little little tidbit rumor again if i get this wrong we'll never try to be a sleuth again on this one but that, that's what i could find so hopefully that's it i think it's a great acquisition um microsoft's killing with their acquisitions right now i think they they got the game plan right they're going after these medium not indie studios but these 
studios that are like a yeah, medium, maybe a step above indie. And um, they have potential to create some really great games and they just maybe lack the infrastructure, the leadership or the funds really, let's be honest. And I think Microsoft can do that. And I've heard people say Microsoft, they buy a studio, they ruin it, look at Rare and blah. I get that. I, I totally get that. That was under the very different leadership and very different direction and a thought process about not just the Xbox brain, but video games as a whole. I think with Phil Spencer in charge of all that stuff right now and having the ear of the CEO of Microsoft, you're, you're seeing a difference there. And I don't think they're going to make these type of deals and buy so many just to shut them down. It makes no fucking sense for them. So we'll see. I, there's definitely going to be a lot more coming out and everything like that. So um, let's move on to two more. Let's move to some Warner Brothers news. So Rockstar, Rockstar, Rocksteady, who is um, owned by WB and their video game divisions, they um, have come out officially on their Twitter and said, hey, we know this has been like kind of trademarked kind of thing and leaked. We are working on a brand new game. It's This is me saying it now. It's probably going to come out on next-gen consoles. They're not ready to talk or reveal anything about it quite yet, but they did come out to confirm that no, it is not a Superman game, which I'm sorry. There's so much fucking leaks going on about a Superman game. Someone, and I don't know who the fuck who, is making a goddamn Superman game. And I don't know if it's going to be good. I don't know who's doing it. And if they're not doing it, that's fine. It makes perfect sense to me not to revisit a DC property. They probably want to do something different, new and fresh. And that's cool. But someone's making a fucking Superman game. I don't know who it is, but someone is. Um, so I'm very curious to see when, if like at E3, we're going to get an announcement about that and kind of connect the dots of like, oh, that's who's been doing working on it. So speaking of that, um, WB Montreal, who's like a sister studio of Rocksteady, they did the Arkham Origins game where, yeah, I think it was Arkham Origins. And so that wasn't the same guys that, you know, from Rocksteady that did the Arkham series. It's like their own game. And it, it was it was a good game. It, I think it gets shit on a little bit more than it probably should. But it definitely had some DNA elements that they, I think, did a good job taking from Rocksteady and their Arkham games. So they've been back and forth, but we got a new report coming from their official Twitter and stuff like that. So bottom line, they were working on a Suicide Squad game that they scrapped, and then they moved on to doing a Batman game that was featuring Damian Wayne, who's Batman's son. I think that got scrapped as well, but it looks like coming from their own personal Twitter that they were teasing, they are working on a brand new Batman game. I'm sure I'm sure in the same vein as like Arkham, but it's going to be based off the Court of Owls series. And stuff like that. So, um, if they put the love and attention into it that they that Rock City's done with Batman, I'm all for it. Give me more fucking superhero games in general, especially if it's Batman and done well. So, hopefully, we get some kind of concrete reveal on that coming soon, if not at E3. But they've been teasing it how they're so excited to work on this new project, and they posted a bunch of pictures of people wearing the freaking owl hoodies that looks like it was taken from uh, Batman. But also people brought up too, hey, it might be Harry Potter related, which I'll be fucking excited about if they were doing a new Harry Potter game and it's actually legit. So a um, couple little bits on those guys. So moving on to our, I yeah, our final thing. I can probably group these up. Our final topic of today's episode. <sighs> I need to take a sip of coffee on this one and kind of catch my, my breath. It's cold here in the Northwest. So voice cords are... <clears throat> Excuse me, a little bit, a little bit parched, a little bit dried out. So work with me, because I'm probably going to be doing a lot of yelling. Oh, and at this point, I should tell you guys, 
um, please equip and strap in your shit boots because we're getting ready to go through a shit storm and a shit field. And it, yeah, I just, I, this had me floored this week, but let, let's go ahead and jump into it. So we'll start with um, dumb fuck Bethesda. We'll start there. So we talked about it last on last week's episode with the bag debacle. People that bought this $200 collector's edition got it. They have their little power helmet they're wearing around town. Cool. And then they got their bag that was supposed to come with it. So instead of being this like legit, I think canvas bag, it turned out to be like this really gross, um, just cheap as fuck plastic bag kind of thing from like the early nineties that you saw people with like short shorts rock and knee high socks, you know, back in the early nineties. So they got that people blew up about it. Like what kind of shit is this false advertisement, et cetera. I think they're facing some lawsuits too. So Bethesda's like, sorry about that. Here's some free Adams, some free microtransaction currency for $76, $5 worth, by the way. So people weren't happy about that as they should not have been. And again, I think we covered this a little bit last week. So the update on that is Bethesda is like, hey, put in, here's a document or a link to our site. Give us the info we need and we're going to replace your bag with the actual bags that we promised you. I'm sure this is not the last we heard of it. I'm sure we'll find out when they start sending out the replacement bags that it's like a step above of what they got, but still below what they actually thought they were going to get. And people are gonna be like, fuck it. It's better than what I got. I got something back for it. I got two bags instead of one. And even though they're both together more shitty than the first or the original bag I thought I was going to get, it's fine. It's, it's past. So you got all that stuff. So it looks like, okay, Bethesda's listening. Then Bethesda has a leak on their website from people with tickets and into the site, uh, leaking people's personal info. So other people, other users could see it. And it's just a shit show, right? On top of that, they have been facing a lot of criticism within their community about a lack of communication and transparency, which from their community managers of 76 to the community, like, hey, this is a problem. Here's the list. When are you guys going to fix it? How are you going to fix it, et cetera? Just communicate with us. So they came out. I saw it over on the 76 official Reddit where the community manager did come out for Fallout and said, like, hey, we know we haven't been good about talking with you, and that's going to change starting now. Cool. I've heard that before, too. So they outlined kind of basically the the meat of what the next two big updates for 76 are. And they're coming, I believe, in the next two Mondays. They just had one this past Monday. And it's mostly a lot of Band-Aid shit that they're doing with the game. Okay, cool. But then they go ahead and people start playing it after this update. And the worst thing they can do, this is a note to any and all developers. When you have... When you have a game that's online focused, right, and it lives or dies by your community, no matter how big, how small, you got to appease them, you got to make sure they're happy and everything like that. And make sure, and more importantly, make them feel like they're being listened to and that their input matters. And just don't say we're looking into it or we hear you. Like you can do that, but if you don't follow up, eventually they're going to just tell you to go fuck yourself. Okay. And that's how bad shit happens. But as we've also learned in video game history of the last couple of years, people are very quick to forgive. So no matter how much you break into their house and break their shit, you keep saying, and they catch you. You're like, my bad. Didn't mean to do that. I hear you. We're listening. Don't break into your house and break your shit. And they keep doing it and you keep getting butt hurt, but you don't do anything about it. You don't follow it up. They're like, Hey, I can just keep breaking in your house and, uh, you know, I'm going to kick your dog while I'm here. And I'm going to wear your, your, your wife's panties around town too. And you seem to be okay with it because as soon as I don't break into your house for one week straight, you say, Hey, 
great job about not breaking into my house and, you know, shitting on my bed. I appreciate it. So my thing to developers is when you do these online focus games, quit stealth updating or tweaking shit without letting the community know because they're going to find it and they're going to be pissed off. They are literally telling you what they want, not just for you to fix, but how they want you to communicate and that they're telling you just communicate with us. It's not fucking hard. That's your job. So when you go out of your way to do shit and not tell them what you're doing and why you're doing it, I understand it's like, well, you got to tell them when you take out springs dropping from bears. Yeah, you kind of do, especially when you are on shaky ground enough as it is. And a lot of people that are sticking with you know your game has issues and they are like, here's my toe or here's my, what's the word, my olive branch that I know there's issues, but I'm still here to help you guys out, work with you guys, etc. All I ask for in return is for you to over communicate with me and be honest and be transparent. I don't think that's a lot to ask. And so they take this goodwill from people. They take advantage of them and I hope they learn from this and don't do it again because people are fucking pissed at them again for doing these stealth updates and them not properly communicating it. I'm sure they won't. And I'm sure they're like, what's the big deal? And that's the first problem. You are shipping an incomplete game with fucking issues that you charge 60 bucks for. Okay. You have to go the extra mile. This is the, this is the balance of it. If you're going to short them in the, in off the, out of the gate, you better make sure during the marathon of this race that you are with them every step of the way over talking, over communicating with them. That's the least you can do for taking everyone for a ride, right? And don't forget, again, I have lots of positive feelings about 76 of what it can become and I think what it is right now. Again, I always compared it to the original launch of No Man's Sky, but definitely a little bit better in my in my opinion in terms of what the overall game is. However, you still have work to do. And I think that's the overall point I'm trying to get to other than just saying Bethesda's a bunch of idiots and how they're handling everything. The more and more we see, and you know, don't go far. Look at Destiny 1, Destiny 2. We're going to fucking see it with Anthem, which is going to be a fucking shit show. We've seen it with all these online games. You release these games and they are so halfway done. They're not finished and you're charging full price, if not more, for collector's editions. So when people bitch and moan, there's other people like, don't buy it. Or it's like, no, no, dude, like you're charging for these games. I think we're at a point where we have to learn now and accept the fact that these online um, division was the same way. No matter what you pay for it, these games are going to become or shipped unfinished. And they say, wait a year for us to get more content into the game. It's like, you fucking assholes. It shouldn't work that way. Why is it allowed to be okay? Because that's the thing, though. When Division does its thing, and it's kind of like, I see the bones of what you're doing, and it's cool, but ugh, I paid 60 bucks for this? Like, you need a little bit more here that's, you know, a lot, actually a lot more. And then a year later, people are like, it's cool. They fixed the game. They put free updates out. And it's like, that's the least they can do. Don't thank them for fucking doing what they should have done in the first place. Like, I don't get it. So... And this kind of leads to the other shit storm I was talking about was, you know, I had it listed here, which who sucks worse as a publisher? Is it EA or Activision? Because they're both fucking the scum of the universe when it comes to the video game industry. But like, you know, um, kind of we'll switch gears a little bit, still in the same realm of the topic. So like, look at Bungie, right? They had their new, um, what's it called? What was it? Uh, their season pass came out, I think this Tuesday, and it's a three-parter. I think it was 35 bucks for all three parts. And they didn't really tell you what the fuck they consisted of. 
So when they launch it, they say to the player base that purchased it, that gave them the money for this new piece of DLC, right? And it's like a micro DLC, a mini one. That, hey, for you to experience this content that you spent money on, you have to be light level 630. And people are like, I can barely hit 600. And at that point with Destiny, and I'm sure this hasn't changed, it's like fucking grinding your teeth to go up even two light levels per week. So a lot of people are still not 600. And for them to come out and be like, you want to experience this new content? Well, you got to be 630 light level. So now people are like, I have to wait, what, three weeks a month if I'm lucky in order to experience content that I already paid you for? Like, what the fuck were they thinking? And, and this is the other thing I don't get to. This is Bungie. And I, I need someone to explain this to me because I must be missing something. I don't know any other developer that is allowed to get away with what they do. They treat their community like shit most of the time. People are like, no, they've communicated now. Like, you're in an abusive fucking relationship. You need to get the fuck out, okay? But my point is, I need someone to explain to me how are they able to get away with charging full price for a game, charging an arm and a leg for an expansion that fixes the original game because it should have been fixed the first time around and done correctly. In addition, charge you microtransactions. In addition, also a season pass. Games, if they're lucky, get one of the four. These fuckers are doing all four. Think about this real quick. Just, just listen to what I'm saying. They, No one else does this from what I understand. They charge you full price for a game. Full price for an expansion that fixes the original game that was broken. Microtransactions. And now a season pass. What the fuck am I missing? Am I fucking losing my mind? Like, what is wrong with people? Why do you keep doing this? Like, they are just that person you're in a relationship with that's fucking every single person in town in front of you and you're just like beta cuck me up captain i'm good to go with that and it just blows my mind so they came out and said we're lowering the 630 to 625 so it's gonna make it a little easier for new people to do it like fuck you like go fuck yourself you guys are the fucking worst and people are just like taking it in the ass with a smile letting the fucking kids run out of their asshole it's ridiculous don't get any on the floor people make sure you fucking lick every drop up holy fuck i I don't get it now speaking of ea and those fucktards let's bring them into the because it's it's like that meme or what's that yeah i think it's a meme right where it's like ea does something fucking stupid and activision's watching and they're like hey quick hold my beer kind of thing and then they swap So EA and their whole DICE team, which can go fuck themselves, they did the Battlefield 5 bullshit. That's their new game. They had it pinned to originally release in October between Call of Duty Black Ops 4 and I believe the other one was Red Dead. So they got smart and they delayed it to get out of those windows, which is great. But this game's been out not even a week and it's half off everywhere because it's fucking... I think I read somewhere... I think Layman Gaming from YouTube had it where they were saying 50 to 65%, they're off 50 to 65% on their sales figures. That's fucking huge, people. Even if you take the the smaller half, say 50% of their sale figures are off for Battlefield 5, that's fucking atrocious. That is bad fucking news, okay? So, and that's because of a lot of shit that they did in their marketing. It's a lot of shit the way they treated their community. So, my point being, they come out dice, 
and those fucking idiots have their Christmas slash launch party for the new Battlefield, and they're fucking just antagonizing people, where it's like, hashtag everyone's Battlefield, or front, whatever the fuck the name of the game is, and there's all these little comments from people all over the webs that are like, this game doesn't make sense, why is it doing this, and then you had like that director guy who came out and it's like, what kind of world do we live in? Where I have to look my daughter in the eye and say there cannot be a female hero. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like you fucking retards, all of you. Like you're fucking stupid. You're this is this is asinine to me. Like I don't get it. And people are like, don't say the word, the R word. Sorry, I apologize. What is your mental inability to comprehend what the words that come out of your mouth are? Like I don't get it. Like, you guys are so fucking loony with your shit. It it doesn't make sense to me. Like, I don't get why they just didn't come out and say, hey, here's the trailer for Battlefront or Battlefield 5. And it's the lady fucking coming around with a barbed wired hammer during World War II hitting people. And then she has a mechanical fucking Iron Man arm. And people are like, that's not realistic. Why can't they just say, like, hey, guys, we understand. We want to try something different and new with the Battlefield series. We kind of want to, you know, tweak with history and reality and everything like that so please like this is an idea like i think a lot more people are like okay we'll give you a shot if the game's good but don't go all in and dig your heels and like no there is no difference it has to be we have to sit there and have a female like there's plenty of female heroes in world war ii that are amazing go to the fucking uh the french side there was plenty of women there that fucking sacrificed and did so much shit and guess what you don't have to shit on their history by by tweaking it or What's the word? Not tweaking it by taking it and ripping to shreds. Like, I don't get it. And for then you to post shit on your own Twitters to be like, hey, fuck you, fan people. If you don't like the game, don't buy it, which they did say, is fucking asinine to me. You're just poking the bear. And then they do shit where, like, they talk about, oh, we want to, like, I think they banned the word Nazi from the chat and shit. And there was, like, I think someone even said they, I read that they banned the word Titanfall from being typed on it. It's fucking insane to me. So, fuck you, EA. And your Anthem bullshit. Oh, I forgot about Anthem. So Anthem has an alpha coming out this weekend. And I saw it on Twitter where they officially announced where they're like, hey, this is just a server stress test. So a lot of the features in the game are going to be locked. And the reason for it is because these features do not affect the server stability. So that's why we're doing it. Okay, well, I can go the other way. If it doesn't affect the server, then why don't you unlock it? If it has no impact on the servers whatsoever and you say it's not going to fuck with anything, okay, cool. Then just allow it. Because now you're giving everyone a part of the game. So that tells me you're hiding something. That tells me you're really hiding something. That there's something, there's many things wrong with your game. And you come out in two months or so and you are trying to hide that. That there's seriously shit wrong with your game and you're giving everyone an appetizer of it. Not because you want not to spoil anything or give away all the content or what the game is. It's because you're hiding shit. And people, Dan, you're going Alex Jones. People, I've seen this enough with Destiny, with Division, and a lot of other fucking games. This is the pattern. Where in two and a half, maybe three months tops when this game comes out, if it fucking makes release, I still think it's going to be delayed we're going to hear there was no content or this is wrong with the game. And then Bioware has to spend a year pretty much fixing everything that's wrong with the fucking game. And then in a year or so, here's new content we're releasing as well. It's the same fucking song and dance that we just talked about that everyone is doing with these online focused only games. 
So that's why developers and publishers need to get their head out of their ass. And if you're going to do an alpha or do a beta, do it old school style and do it fucking properly. Let me tear the game to shreds months up like a year plus in advance you could still have your fucking this isn't the final version of the game blah 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 build it with your community in the background so when it does launch for people that are like oh i don't want to do the beta or alpha or be involved in the creation process that's cool you have more of a finished product but they're not doing that shit this is not an alpha test this is a fucking demo that's pretty much what it is and it's a half-assed demo even at that because they're blocking shit like customization the ability to swap your weapons it looks like loot drops as well and they've said like this is just for server to, uh, smashing and it's like fuck you you're hiding shit and you're doing a half-assed version just like destiny one did when they hid behind that shit and that content was roped off on purpose so and they use the excuse we don't want to we don't want to spoil anything they did the same thing with destiny 2 where they gave you like that first mission and that was it yeah they're fucking hiding shit on purpose so because it's like oh we don't want to see how empty our game is and how much it sucks ass so ea go fuck yourself activision go fuck yourself bungie dice i got a middle finger for you too and bethesda get your head out of your ass as well you guys can also get a fuck pie too i tell you so <sighs> sorry if i raised my voice there and i got a little hysterical i just uh don't get it don't understand but moving on to uh wrapping up today's episode and everything like that there's a couple um i got some programming alerts i want to get into so for those of you that follow me or watch me on mixer i'm introducing actually starting today um a new type of new, new type of content that i'm doing exclusive to mixer um, it's called Game Pass Sessions. So I go through and actually pick a random game. Well, not really random. I pick out a, a, a game on Game Pass and I do a series with it. I'm trying to make it more indie focus on some of the indie games that are coming out. So if you see it and you're like, that's pretty dope, it, it may encourage people to check it out, you know, on Game Pass if they have it. So one of the games that just came out today is Ashen. And this is an indie game that's like an RPG narrative heavy version of Dark Souls that I'm very excited to try out. Um, it's been in the works for a Microsoft exclusive. I think it's coming to PC as well, or it is um, for a couple years now. And it just looks great. It has its own little look and feel of it. I can't wait to play it. And then next week Below comes out, which has been fucking in development i think for like 20 years it feels like as an xbox exclusive and both of those games are coming out to game pass fucking incredible just game pass is so freaking rad dude so um and oh i'm the i'm a fucking idiot so we totally missed on the game awards all right we have to go through and do this it's gonna be great so game awards were yesterday i hope by jeff Keeley. happens every year they give out awards um i really don't give a fuck about the awards too much because i don't know i just it's just weird i don't get it but uh game of the year was actually god of war 4 got game of the year which give it to that or, or uh red dead either way you couldn't lose both games are fucking perfection but at the game awards uh last night they did have some premieres and announcements of some games so devil may cry 5 it's already been announced but the demo is actually on xbox right now if you want to download and play it um, we got a new announcement for Far Cry New Dawn. It seems like an expansion that's coming out based off the latest Far Cry game. It's set, I believe, like 10 years later. We got a new gameplay trailer uh, for Psychonauts 2, which, fuck, looks incredible. I cannot wait to play that game. Um, they announced some new maps coming out for PUBG. Um, Reach 2 officially got its announced date. That's coming out. I hope that looks really good. I hope it sells and it does really, really well because there's just so many games out there. Um, then from the creators of Ark, they showed off and announced their new MMO game called Atlas, 
which is um, a pirate MMO. So I've played Ark. I got my issues with it. So it looks really cool. It looked like what I hoped um, what Sea of Thieves was, a very RPG-focused and heavy game, you know. Um, so I hope that works. And we also then got a teaser for the new Dragon Age 4 it's just a CGI trailer, so I don't know why EA puts themselves or Bioware also does this crap. I mean, this game's probably years and years and years away, so it's like, why, why tease something that's not going to come out for a while? I'll be surprised if this thing comes out in two years, let's put it that way. So then we got The Last Campfire, which is a follow-up from Hello Games, the guys that do uh, No Man's Sky. And then we got a story trailer for Anthem. We got a, a release of a game called Ancestors, The Humankind Odyssey. Um, that is you just play as an ape and it looks like other creatures are trying to eat you. I'll, I'll wait for that stuff. And then we have, uh, let's see, Hades also got announced, which is like a dungeon crawler game from the guys that make Bastion, which looks fucking terrific. Cannot wait for that. Um, and then we got a game called Scavengers. I don't even know what that is. Let me click on the link here. Wow. This is really, oh shit. It's going to YouTube. That's not good. Oh shit. Oh, shit, I'm going to get a copyright infringement for audio. Ah, oh, fuck, Ah, oh, fuck. How do I shut it off? Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah, so Scavenger... Which they, did they tell you what it is? Oh, yeah, so Scavenger is like this four-player co-op game where it takes place in a post-apocalyptic world, and it's all about you working together, survival, blah, 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 objectives, you can improve your gear. Um, yeah, they describe it. Scavengers is a survival shooter co cooperation game for midwinter nights and so it, it looked cool but i'm like so over a lot of these survival games right now where it's like eat and drink every fucking two seconds and like i'm looking at you arc and conan exiles um but one of the big ones that we did get from it that i personally got excited about there's two of them here marvel ultimate alliance 3 that is coming exclusively nintendo switch which is more of a reason for me to get a switch now i hope in a couple years they do release it on the big consoles um, or like not the big ones, but you know, like the Xbox and PlayStation, it looks terrific. And for those out there, they're like, what's that? It's basically if you made Diablo, but with the Marvel license and the first two came back out on like, I think the original Xbox and Xbox 360 and they are fucking awesome. There's loot drops and stories and all these heroes and, ah, it looks so fucking good. So that's supposed to come out actually next year too. But last but not least, they released this little game, um, or announced it and showed it off. And Game Informer has it on their YouTube page as well, about 15 minutes of the game, and it looks fantastic. It's called The Outer Worlds. It's the new sci-fi RPG from Obsidian. This one is not going to be an Xbox exclusive right now, so they've been working on it for a couple of years. They're getting it multi-platform, so PC, Xbox, and PlayStation, which is great. So what is The Outer Worlds? Check out the trailer, YouTube it. Um, it's a first-person shooter, pretty much, or first-person RPG, I should say set in a sci-fi universe in the not too distant future but like a different universe it literally it plays and looks like destiny but it has all the elements of fallout and so this looks like obsidian beat fall or bethesda to the punch on releasing a first person um sci-fi rpg game and i can't remember what the name of it was that bethesda announced that they were working on but it looks great um, you have dialogue trees that you choose from and stuff like that, which affects it. You have companions, you have your own ship, and it just it has a very heavy, yeah, it just plays like Destiny. Like, you have the numbers pop up and everything like that. You have melee. It just looks so fucking good and so fun. It has this very weird, humorous vibe to it, very dark, kind of similar to the original 
first two fallouts not the ones that bethesda made and coincidentally enough the creators of this game also made the first two fallouts so you can see a lot of it there but yeah it's pretty much like oh what if they made a single player fallout in space rpg heavy blah 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 it's all there for you and it just looks fantastic it does have a little bit of a mass effect feel um or like a sprinkle on it i would say too and a little bit i have to say maybe some system shock some bioshock there as well so it just looks fucking good this was to come out next year i hope it doesn't face delays and it's actually really good like it looks like this is the game that maybe phil spencer and his team saw when they're like we have to like officially buy up obsidian like these guys can still make a kick-ass looking and feeling game because it looks fucking tremendous so um yeah the outer worlds definitely check that shit out it just looked fantastic so that's kind of the synopsis of the game awards um like i said outer worlds and freaking ultimate alliance 3 those are the two that i saw that just gave me an instant chub of excitement i just oh oh my god so all right guys we're coming up on a one hour mark oh my goodness like i gotta wrap this up before fucking kick me off anchor anyways so with that said um that's gonna do it for me today hope you all enjoyed today's episode if you like the podcast want to help it grow and or support it information and links can be found in the description of this episode and all episodes of the podcast or on any episodes of the podcast on how you can do just that i.e um you can rate it review it on your preferred podcast listening platform this include what you like what you don't like what you want to see more of um also feel free to share the podcast via social media or better yet, uh, get involved with the podcast. I know I appreciate the listener questions as they come in. Um, and you can send those in by searching. If you're on Instagram, search the Haven podcast on Instagram, send your questions in that way. Or if you want to do it via email, you can do that as well. Um, the email is thehavenpc at gmail.com or find us um, up on Mixer. Again, just search the Haven podcast and follow and all that bullshit. So um, definitely love the listener questions. Definitely love you reviewing and rating the podcast as well as just sharing it with people that you know that who may kind of dig it and stuff like that so yeah tons of ways to get involved and keep in mind listener questions do not specifically have to relate just to the topics we discuss each and every week so with that said thank you so much again for listening you guys i'm gonna go rest my voice because i feel like i got a frog crawling up it um hope you all enjoyed and i hope you all have an amazing gaming fueled weekend and all that stuff and i will talk to you guys this upcoming monday take care